This is Are You There World? It's me, Taylor, job journey from a clueless graduating senior. And today I'm with Laura Wilcock, who is the founder of North Star International Life and Leadership Coaching. Um, and I'm so excited to talk to her and learn all about her job and her company. So thank you so much, Laura, for coming on. You're welcome, Taylor. It's really nice to be here. Thank you. Um, so first, like, what is your current job like? Like, what does a life coach do? What is it like owning your own company? Yeah. So I started this company um, after our youngest went to college. I wanted to take courses and become certified as a life coach. People, you know, throughout my life um, experiences, people said, oh, you should be a life coach. And I really didn't know what one was. I had been through different jobs. I had been um, right out of college. I was in the fashion industry in New York. Um, I also have another side business that I started sort of with this business. I design handbags um, out of Milan, a design. We bring them out of Milan into the States and wow. sell customer. And, but I also wanted to um, find out more about life coaching. And so I took um, a few courses. I became certified and I have basically three components. I am a life and leadership coach, a grief recovery coach, which incorporates 40 different types of grief because there's only 40 different types of emotion that can bring on feelings of grief. And I also just became certified as a health and wellness coach through the um, um, IIN certificate. So I do a range of coaching and I can shift clients from, I have clients that are in high school trying to decide which college they want to go to. And we have exercises for them to review campuses and teachers. And I have all sorts of questions for everyone to make the best educated decision for them. Um, I work with college kids like yourself who were trying are trying to find a career. Um, and we go through different exercises in terms of what your personality type is like. We go through a disc assessment. We do the board of values assessment. What are your type five core values? We do an exercise on a board of directors. You're the CEO who's on your board, right? Wow. And help you get there. Mm -hmm. Right. It's really, you know, it's interesting. My, a life coach, I help people get from point A to where they ever, what they want their point B to look like mm -hmm. right? and how do they want to reach their goal. And so we come up with a, a awareness of where they are right now, a strategy of a vision of where they want to be, a strategy of how to get there. And then we look at possible obstacles that might get in their way and how to overcome them. Mm -hmm. Unlike therapy, I, we can glance back and have feelings, you know, that you might have gone through or feeling right now while you're going through all this. And that's fine. And we can talk about that, especially in grief coaching. We talk a lot about feelings, um, but I also want to help people move forward. So I'm all about moving forward and like taking the next step. And it might be a little step, Mm -hmm. but you're going to get to your, your goal with mm -hmm. me. And so that's what I help people. I mean, of all different ages, high school, college, um, career about how are you feeling in your career? Um, and then empty nester, what's your next chapter. Mm -hmm. And so that's, the, that's basically what I do. And it's, um, I've loved it. I've done it for about eight years now. And I also have, um, like I was saying, I have a handbag business on the side that fulfills my creative Mm -hmm. um, juices. And I love it too. We bring the designs in, we are, we do shows kind of all over the country and then we sell online for that. 
So, so part of like when I do life coaching, I do a life balance wheel and it's all about what are your, what's your purpose in life? What are your, what is your, um, either your career or your volunteer organization, or how are you fulfilling this calling of doing something larger than yourself, right? Mm -hmm. We go through your uh, friends and colleagues, your social calendar, uh, we exercise self-image, um, some sort of what your, is your spirituality like, or do you have some sort of spirituality, something larger than yourself? We go through finances. Um, so we go through all these different wheels or spokes on the wheel and we find out what are you missing? What are, how much energy are you putting into each category and what is missing? Where could you put more time in? For instance, you know, you might have been so busy that you haven't had time to sit down and read a book for fun. Right. So like what is fulfilling you, or you might want a new exercise routine, right? You might want to have, uh, if you're commuting to the city, you might think, oh, I haven't had a night out with my friends in a while. So you want to make sure that that gets on your calendar too. So your um, in nutrition, we talk about your primary food and your secondary food. Your primary food is what's off the plate. Your secondary food is what's on the plate. So like the life balance wheel and your primary food, it's really important to have that in your life too, to balance your life out. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh -huh. And it's really cool. I think that you started your, um, your own business, you know, founding a company. What has that been like? Um, it's been really rewarding because I am my own boss. Mm -hmm. I decide what my schedule is. I decide, um, the clients that I want. I decide, um, you know, basically from start to finish what I wanted my office to, you know, to be, I had an office, um, before COVID, um, I actually closed it during COVID and I'm working from home now. I have an office at home and I also, um, will meet clients in certain places, or I will do a lot of zoom calls like we're doing now or phone calls. And so I, you know, I, I absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. So nice. What's kind of like something that might be difficult about owning or creating your own business. Oh, I'd say the, the difficult thing and, and. And you have to usually hire a, a PA for this or a technical assistant is like the bookkeeping. Mm, okay. <laughs> it's my least favorite, yeah. thing do, but I have a great accountant and a great bookkeeper. And I just delegate that to them because that's, while I can do it, it's not something I want to spend my time doing. Mm -hmm. right. And I know you mentioned earlier that, you know, you started in the fashion industry and like now you wound up here. What was your you know, job journey kind of like? So I, so out of college, I knew I went to college in Texas. I went to UT mm -hmm. and I knew that I really wanted to be in the fashion industry. And a friend of my, a friend's mother had been a buyer for a store in Houston. And I thought that is something that I think would be really fun because it's creative. It's analytical. You can run your own business inside a store and I sent resumes off there. And there was no email when I was in college, I sent snail mail uh, to uh, several different companies in New York and ultimately got a job in at Saks Fifth Avenue as mm -hmm. a buyer training program. And I worked at Saks um, ultimately as a buyer uh, for occasion dressing for, you know, I was at Saks for six years. Okay. Very nice. And then, um, and then through that, then I, my husband and I moved to London for six years and I didn't work there. I did a lot of volunteer work there, um, came back. Um, we had the kids in London we came back 
I did a lot of volunteer work um, through their school and through our church at the time. And then ultimately when my youngest one went to college, I wanted to go to start working again. And it, things were sort of fell into place. The life coaching fell into place along with the handbag. Mm-hmm. As well, so nice. What's um maybe your favorite thing about what you do? I love helping people reach their goals. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I love helping whether it's someone. I just had a client right before the Zoom call that is her son is getting married and she wants to look her best. for the wedding. And so we're working through on a plan and we are helping her, um, reach her goal Mm -hmm. for this wedding. And so I know she is going to be extremely happy with that. I help people who are looking for a new career. Uh, They're thrilled when they get the job. I have helped a young person get into, um, film school in LA. So exciting. So it's, you know, it's great to help people, um, it's, it's wonderful to help people reach their goals. And then on the other side, I would say 40% of my, of my business is grief recovery coaching. Mm-hmm. And that's helpful too, because that is helping someone move forward, finding hope in the storm, whatever their grief may be. It could be, um, obviously a death of a loved one, right? That's grief. It could be, um, it could be a miscarriage. It could be a divorce. It could be a breakup. Mm-hmm. It could be moving across the country. It could be leaving school. Taylor, mm-hmm. right? College is over. Yeah, and I'm leaving my tribe. I know, and, right? And how am I going to get through that? Mm-hmm. And and the steps to take because all of a sudden you're in the, you know, while you're not living on your own yet, you know, kids coming out of college are living on their own. They're in the city. They're budgeting. They mm-hmm. have their own finances. They are managing a paycheck right? The dorm's not paid for, right? Right. So you have a lot to manage, right? And so that could be a form of grief while it's exciting on one hand, it could be you're, you're, you're grieving your sorority, right? Mm-hmm. And you're grieving that you don't have a routine anymore, mm-hmm. right? So like, there's so many different types of emotion that can bring on feelings of grief and it's called situational grief. Mm-hmm. It's not a, it, you're not depressed or you're not, you don't have, you're not depressed, right? It's just a situational depression or grief. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. part of business as well. So I would think, you know, overall, I am helping people reach their goals. Yeah, very rewarding for sure. Yeah, it is. And then finally, do you have any advice for your 22 year old self? I know we were talking a little bit about it before, but as a 22 year old, you know, a lot of people are graduating college. You know what? I think so- I, yeah, you know what? Go for it. I think people coming out of COVID right now, I think it's been hard. And I think people have, um, I think COVID has been tough for a lot of people and rightfully so. I mean, it's just been a a situation that the world has never experienced. And I I think, you know, we're, no matter where you are, try to, you know, if I said during COVID, I said, bloom where you are, right. You can feel like you're in exile in your own home sometimes, but you know, bloom where you are and don't be afraid to get out. A lot of kids are returning to work. A lot of companies are having their employees return to work in office. And I think that's great um, for people. But I would say to a 22 year old, my, I mean, I did, I moved to New York at 22. I, I did it. I was like, I want to see what the world is. I don't want to stay in Texas forever. And I want to go up here, even if it's just for six months, I wanted to move to New York. It turned out to be six years. I met my husband and we moved to London, you know, so on, so on. But I would say, you know, write down what your passions are, write down what you, the classes you loved in college, 
write down where you want to travel, write down what you want to experience, and then put that list together and say, how can I make this happen? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Thank you so much. That's really good advice to kind of just think and like know yourself and analyze yourself, I guess. Um, And don't be afraid. Yeah. I'll say to people, uh, I have another course. I said, feel, feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not, as long as it's not risky behavior, I have to throw that in. <laughs> but, I mean, just, you know what, go for it. Just don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to fail. That's the other thing I would say. Don't try something. If it fails, it doesn't matter. At yeah. least One of my um, favorite people in the world is Taylor Swift. And she has a quote that's like, fearless is not having no fears. It's doing things in spite of your fears. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I agree with that. And I think that is a, a great quote. And I would say, yeah, you know, try it. Don't be afraid. Don't let your fear hold you back because you never know what you could have been at the, you know, when you're 30, don't let your twenties pass by without, you know, trying something. There's a book called the defining decade that was written by a UVA professor, which I think is so true. Like go out there. Don't, don't waste your twenties, get out there and do what you feel called to do. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's definitely good advice. Um, and I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for talking to me and for telling me about your, your job, your, both of your businesses and really what it's like being your own boss and starting your own company. So thank you so much. Thank you, Taylor. Great to talk to you.